What's that? Are you doing GIMP? Okay, so I want to, I wanna, like, why is everybody calling it that? It's lanyard. Are we going to? It's, I don't, I've never heard the term GIMP until, like, maybe a year ago. And I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Are we going to have to do this? Are we going to really start this show off with this right we now? Let me make sure I'm recording. Okay, we recording. Yeah, we can, because, yeah. It's, it's what now? It's lanyard. It's lanyard. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? I never heard it called that. Hold on, let me fix your light while you go over there and fix your gimp. Yeah, no, it's, it's wait. You know how to start? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Did you? I was like asking everybody like when I was younger, like, hey, how do you? Oh, I was that girl with the lanyard. Was like, you? Child, that's why. I keep, like, what I've decided to do is like, you know, because I realize everybody has their like thing. Like, you love to read books. Mm-hmm. Simone loves to color. Like, We're- Simone will literally. <laughs> in her room and we'll color watching a movie. I believe it. I enjoy watching movies mm-hmm. and doing lanyard. Doing gimp? Lanyard. It's called lanyard. We need to do a poll. It, yeah. I, what, it's called gimp. It's not. It's literally called. And for those who don't even know, like you can't see, I'm going to put a picture up of what it looks like. Oh, this just says crafter's favorite lacing. That doesn't really help me, but... um. Oh, damn, that doesn't help. Um, <laughs> I can't believe you're really in here playing with Gimp. Oh, shit. Come on, colors. They all, I got another one. That is hilarious. They also, listen. Yes, yes, I'm 35 and I'm still doing lanyard. I don't care. I'm not judging. You know what I'm saying? I, I just thought it was interesting. That's really cool. I love that for you, friend. Yeah, I, um, I love that for you. Yeah, I know how to start. So if anybody wants me to start them a box... Or a barrel. Or you, know how to, you know how to do the cobra? I do know how to do the cobra. Wow. I don't remember how to do any of that stuff. For real? I mean, I haven't done it in years. I get. You know what? It took me a while, but then when I started working at a summer camp again, I was like... What? Child. I am flabbergasted listen, right now. Listen. Wow. What is this? Just, the 90s? What is this? 92? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, 92... No. Let's say 98. Because I was 10. Okay, I'll allow it. You know what I'm saying? 92, I'll, I'll I was allow like five. It. So I wasn't doing this yet. But I don't even know what this is about to be, but. Are you going to add the other colors or are you just going to start with one for right now? No, I'm just going to do this one. I'm just going to make a clear box. Okay. Yeah, matter of fact, I just decided it's going to be a box. Okay. I don't have enough strings for that. Wow. But anyway. Love it. That's that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, pull out your house phones and. Get, Yo. your, get your game of mall madness ready because it's a new episode of Hand Wraps and Lipsticks. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Coming up next. Did you have mall madness? Oh, did I, bro? Oh, my oh God. God. <laughs> what? This is it. Me and my cousins would get together Yo, and play mall madness? Don't play around with it. Listen, they need to bring that game back today. Listen, I was watching an episode of, uh, was it, King of Queens? And it was like some old game that mm-hmm. he really wanted as a kid. Yeah. And he went and got it. And I was like, you know what? I understand that. It's like everybody feels like, oh, you're grown. You can't. I'm like, y'all out here playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's. I don't think there's anything wrong with just like doing some things that you like to do as a kid. I mean, yeah, now you outside in your driveway playing hopscotch by yourself. All right. Maybe. That's not bad, though. It's, it's not bad. But, you know, but like if you like to color, mm-hmm. you get you a coloring book from Dollar Tree and some crowns. You have you a good Friday night. You know what I'm saying? You might be it. sipping on some wine or, you know, you're sipping an adult drink. But um, but you haven't like listen. A lot of millennials be buying all their kids stuff because you know they couldn't 
Yeah, no, for real. You know, couldn't get it when you was younger. You know, parents was like, I can't afford it. Well, mm-hmm. now I got adult money. Yeah. And now I'll buy. Yeah. Yeah. Gimp. I realize like, it's lint. <laughs> you ain't even starting the show. Yeah, I need to cut this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's lint. It's gimp, sis. I, I really don't know. It's okay. Where it's that okay. Because y'all are just weird. It's okay. Okay. All right. I'm prepared. You're prepared? Be prepared. All right. Anyways. Podcast. We wrap the culture up in color and layered and all other things. And gimp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Episode 33 in the building. Yes. Listen, this season is winding down, so prepare yourselves. Because I don't know how y'all like to do like, well, there's no episode. We told y'all ahead of time. We did. That the last episode of the season would be November 2nd. Okay. Right. All right. So I don't want to hear that out of your mouth. At all. Like, don't, don't. Zip it. Zip it real good. Oh, mm-hmm. is this episode called 90s vibes? Probably. Like, that's, that's probably where we're going. Yeah. I mean, there's some stuff on the list that's going to give that. Anyway. Honestly. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. But to start it all off, mm-hmm. sis, mm. what can't you wrap your head around? Honestly, mm-hmm. I can't wrap my head around the fact that J. Cole hasn't had a number one hit yet, like on the Billboard charts. And Ever? like allegedly, allegedly, and I, I refuse to believe this. His first number one hit is like this recent song that he has with Drake on Drake's album. Ugh. And I'm like, excuse you? Wait, 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 wait. He's never had a number one hit. Like on the ever. billboard. That's what that's what the, that's what the streets are saying. And I like not even like bill like hip hop? Yeah. And I'm like, I refuse to believe that. Actually, like now that I'm thinking about it, I could I can see. Yeah, I can see. I mean, think about it. He dropped he 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Which is a, a fanta- one of my favorite albums. You know what I'm saying? Like, you mm-hmm. cannot tell me mm-hmm. that oh, oh, NBA, NBA Youngboy had a number one hit before J. Cole. Like, I refuse to believe that. But J. Cole doesn't make, like, s- songs where the people get lit to, basically. Gets the people going. Yeah. He this doesn't make that working. kind of music. So, and because, and unfortunately... Because he doesn't, that's why I started it. I love that for you. Okay. You gonna start one before I leave here? I got you. Appreciate I got you. It. you. Pick the colors you want. Okay. But yeah, I just I refuse to believe that. I can't wrap my head around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't had it. This is all I'm, I'm putting my journalistic skills to the test. Like yeah. allegedly, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So I just kind of need to do a little bit of research because I refuse. Yeah. Especially like J Cole has had different hits with Drake. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. in the morning. Like, that would make sense. But not... Th- even though it was great, the song that he just put out. But, like, excuse me? I mean, you know, I don't... No. I'm not... I don't want to say it's never going to happen. But unless he decides to, you know, make some party music or whatever. And honestly, we haven't it. gotten that since his first album. 
You got a good thing. Oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. And that song he put out, you know, his with Trey songs, like, other than that. Oh, shoot. How that song with Trey songs go? Um, uh, he said, I heard you got a mistress, yeah, a mistress yeah, and some haves. Yeah. 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 Other, dang. J. Cole, yeah, no, that's. He put out that one album and was like, all right, like, enough of all I mean, this that, that song, that song with Missy Elliott, does that count as a party song? No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. You didn't like that song? I did, but it wasn't like... That was my... I love to call your name, your name. Mm. Yeah. Off the off the Sideline album, like, you know, my Sideline story, like, no, that was not the song. Like, oh. actually, the title track of that song for that album was, mm-hmm. like, the best song. That song actually made me cry, like... But it wasn't a party song. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. It was just like, well, this nigga's in my head and I don't like it. But I love him. Yeah, I don't, I'm trying I, to tell y'all. I don't see it. I don't see him. I mean, but listen, he goes platinum with no features and stuff. So I mean, and that's really all that matters. Number, you know, number ones, number ones, number ones. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, he's still a great rapper. He's you the know? goat. So it's fine. He's like, he's number one for me. I love that for you. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. What about you, sis? What can you wrap your head around? I'm actually tired of working, just like in general. You know what? You know, I tweeted that the retirement age needs to be 40. We can wrap this shit up immediately. <sighs> immediately. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. I feel that. Because you know what? Boomers, I don't, y'all really were just out here working until 65 or whatever. Like, that's crazy. Y'all should have been boycotting so that we wouldn't have to go through this. Seriously? Because I. <laughs> This is this is absurd to be working till I'm sixty or, or whatever type retirement age keep going up at this point because we Lord knows ain't gonna be no money for us at all. <laughs> like all the social security, like why am I paying? Why am I paying for it? Because it, it's not gonna exist by the time the limit is not gonna exist by the time Stop I get there. Stop taking the money out of my account. Seriously, okay? I didn't ask for that. I did not ask for that. Y'all not gonna give it to me. Exactly. So, so here we are. But Child. yeah, I, I'm actually just tired of mm-hmm. working, and some days I'm just like. People are doing this every day for years. Yeah. Years. Like every day you're coming in, acting like you're happy to see these people. You hate them. Oh, my God. Getting passed up for promotions. Ooh. You training people. Yes. That's younger than you or even older than you. And you like, and yeah. then you watch them go. Yes. And it, child, don't even get me started. Listen. Don't it, even get me I, started. I, I, this, is a, this is all toxic. Like, I really feel like we should start boycotting or something. Like, something has to change because working until you're 65 is crazy. Yeah. That's bizarre to me. Yeah. And then, like, it'd be like, for me, and this is no shade to anybody, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because I know we have some listeners that be like, oh, I've been with my job for 25 years. I'm like, why? Well... That's a whole different story. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't jo- know. If jobs I- were a little bit more loyal back in the day. True. You know, when you if I meet somebody now, they was, well, I don't know. They might be towards the end of, like, they might be yeah, about to retire. Like they're about so. to retire, yeah. Yeah, but like, like, I don't know. My dad retired from the railroad, from the Long Island Railroad after 25 years. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally got a job right out of, technically right out of high school, mm-hmm. kind of, like, you know, but... 20 years old, he was working on the Long Island Railroad. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, public service is a little different. You know what I'm saying? True, like, true. So, especially in New York. So, it's like, he was all right. It was like, why am I going to pass up on this great opportunity? Yeah. But, I don't know. I don't know either. But I don't he, like it. But it's time to wrap it up. I feel you. Yeah. I do feel you on that. Yeah. I really we, do. We should go to, we should go, I don't know, put that in the law or something. Anyway. Well, we can't because the old, the... Boomers are still in office. Well, damn. See what I'm saying? It's a circle. 
It's a, it's a circle. Circle. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, that that movie would get us canceled today. I was laughing at um. Yeah. Brandon said something. He was talking about something the other day, mm-hmm. and he said something like, "You know, they don't need your approval." And I was like, "Nah, she don't need your approval from bringing down the house." Um, with what's his name? Oh, Eugene Levy. Yo, yeah, he was acting a fool in that movie. I literally every now and then I really think about movies like that. I'm like, there's just no way possible that movie can could have come. Especially, I thought I heard Negro. Are you crazy? Listen, that video, that movie has me cracking up every time I watch it, Bruh. But now I don't think it was. I don't know. It might. It might could still work. Nah. It might could still nah. work. It might could still work. I would be it shook might, it. It might could still work. I literally would be shook it. Like, did you see? I don't. So some white boy got on TikTok and was talking about breaking down Save the Last Dance. Did you see that? Yes. I want to be. I want to be fair. I want to be honest here before we jump into the show. Mm-hmm. I, I did like Save the Last Dance up until I think I jumped on TikTok at the at the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. and somebody was making fun of her dance. Her yeah. Big, and it, it is so embarrassing. It is. And I cannot, like, fathom. We were, but we were all thought that shit was fire, Like, y'all. you felt, you. it was something you felt when, like, she was dancing. Like, yo, she really about to get into Juilliard after all the shit she went through. But wait, because I thought the dances were fire. With fire. I thought, I thought the routine She's was... She's saying something about, yeah. stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, Stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> just like, and we was fourteen years old talking about get it, girl, get it. Sweet, <laughs> because I really thought the routine was sick. Fire. I thought it was so fire. And I don't care what nobody say because people be like, "Well, I actually go those way." No, you didn't. Stop it. Everybody was rooting for Sarah and Derek. Everybody was rooting for them. We wanted Nikki to go. Now that we older, we was like, nah, Nikki has some points. Nikki has some points. Nikki had points. She was like, you, you white girls always coming in here. The villain was Chanel, if we're going to talk about it. The villain was Chanel. Like, girl, what did yo, you talk about? Yo, that's hilarious. I'm trying to tell you. that I Listen, I loved that movie. And then, top of pandemic, y'all really ruined it for me. And I was listen, like, my okay. girl was getting it. Did a hip hop dance to get into fucking. She Juilliard. did the heel toe. She did the heel toe and then pulled the chair. And was like, watch me squash this shit. Oh my god! To, for Juilliard. For Juilliard, did the heel toe. You couldn't even get into Alvin Ailey doing that shit. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Are you kidding me? Get out of here! <laughs> get the fuck out of here! Oh my god! I just, I actually kind of love it. I love how TikToks break breaking down yes. some of these old movies, and we was like, "Wow!" Now you like, oh, I'm embarrassed, bro. Yeah, I'm embarrassed. I think I got to say the last dance on DVD somewhere. In my Me too. House. Me I'm, too. I'm, I'm embarrassed. Me too. I'm embarrassed, girl. <sighs> but there's nothing more embarrassing than this country right now. Let's get into the show. Oh shit! We are gonna start with you know, which is still the big topic right now which is Israel in the Palestine conflict. Mm. Um, it has gotten progressively worse since the last time we reported on what's mm. going on. Even today, as a matter of fact, Israel bombed a hospital. Yeah, man. Did you see the video of like somebody caught it like literally blowing no, up? No, I did, I did it. I didn't yeah, it was see like, it. I mean, it was a far back, but like mm. all you just see is just like yeah. the impact. It was wild. And it was like people were like hiding in there, you know, like, you know, because they're like, who would bomb a hospital? Israel. Yeah, I don't. Israel will bomb a hospital. Um, so that's what's going on. On top of that, um, <laughs> fucking 
Israel government on Twitter had time for whatever reason to tag. Seriously. You need to be worried about other things. Mm -hmm. But they decided to tag Gigi Hadid in a post. Girl. And this is ironic because Gigi, Gigi and Bella Hadid, if you don't know, are sisters. And they are. Their father is Palestinian. Mm -hmm. um, and so, of course, she's been, you know, making her statements about, you know, what's going on, being, yeah. on, being on the side of, of Palestine, which, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, so here we go. The official government account of the state of Israel calls out Gigi Hadid for sharing posts about condemning the Israeli government. <laughs> and, go on, and then going to say in the post, have you been sleeping this past week or are you just fine turning a blind eye to Jewish babies being butchered in their homes? Your silence has been very clear about where you stand. We see you. I mean, tagged her, y'all. Tagged her. Like, it's been very, very strange. It's been weird. It's been really, really, really weird and concerning. Did mm -hmm. you see, I don't know if you saw this, but on Book Talk, there was an author. Her name is Lauren Wise. And there was a lady, like, driving. I think this was in Canada. This was in Montreal, Canada. Mm -hmm. And there was a lady driving. She had a Palestine, Palestine flag on her car. And the lady, like, pulled over and was like, take my name down. You need to be... She said, you need to be raped and murdered in front of your children for having that garbage flag on your car. Oh, my God. Like an, an actual author. So the people looked her up and now she's like got all her all her accounts are private and they've all given her like books like one star on Goodreads and shit. So, I mean, yeah. I feel like I know that we like celebrities and like public figure figures feel like they need to like speak out about certain issues but this this one is different mm -hmm. for me like i just feel like a lot of people still don't know what's going on oh yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's still very new mm -hmm. and being that it's in a foreign country we're not really getting like all the tea that we really need and me personally, I just really think that most of these celebrities need to just be quiet. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, because at the end of the day, I have yet to see people being like, well, what do you think about Israel? They're yeah. not They're not calling for Kerry Washington and LeBron James and uh, Amy Schumer. I don't know what the f that was all about. Oh, she has been acting an ass. Do you hear me? I yeah, I think she's just going through something. I really think she thought she was about to be Hollywood's next it girl. And like, we don't With that face? Am I wrong? Are you going to look at me and tell me that I'm wrong? Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally a face only a mother could love. Okay, go ahead. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. But, you know, I just, I just, I'm just like, I really just need everybody to just kind of cool it for a minute. Like, like I did a story on um, how Floyd Mayweather, he sent, now he sent a whole bunch of supplies to Israel. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He actually... In my opinion, I know everybody is like Floyd Mayweather's kind of controversial. I'm like, you know what? He's not just tweeting about stuff mm -hmm. and posting about it. He literally racked up his private plane mm -hmm. from floor to ceiling with a bunch of like, I think it was like over 5,000 5, pounds of supplies to give to the country of Israel. So I'm like, all right, at least he's doing something. We know what side he's on, but at least he's doing something. But the rest of y'all just posting on y'all Instagram stories or on y'all, you know, y'all Twitter feed. It's just like... I don't know, like my and all y'all have the same narrative. My heart is breaking. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not funny, but you you right. Literally, my heart is breaking. Blah 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 blah. You don't even know what's going on, and I even feel like even corporations. Like, I was on a call the other day, mm -hmm. and they wanted to. They had a moment of silence, 
And I was in the background like, I just think this is very inappropriate Ooh. because we're on a Zoom call with a bunch of people and we don't know what they have going on. Yeah. And granted, you shouldn't really walk through life figuring out who you, um, like worried about who you're offending. But at the yeah. end of the day, mm -hmm. it's not even about being socially conscious. It's about being socially responsible. Yeah. Like I was telling sis, I asked her about Pete Davidson and his opening monologue for Saturday Night Live. And I actually think that was one of the most appropriate statements I've seen. Like, yeah, yeah. He didn't speak on behalf of NBC. He didn't speak on behalf of Saturday Night Live. Mm -hmm. He didn't speak. He didn't say we're pro-Israel. He didn't say we pro-Palestine. Mm -hmm. We said we don't like all this killing. Yeah. It's a lot of people dying. Y'all not really paying attention. And mm -hmm. I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. To come from Pete Davidson, that's saying a lot. It is saying a lot. It was a good, it was a good statement. It was a very well. Perfect. Yeah, it was a really good statement. Not, it wasn't divisive. At you, all. You know. And I just think every, like right now, what. You know, even even the NFL. Yeah. The NFL. That's crazy. The NFL. They legit taking a knee. They had a... All, now we taking all knees. All of a sudden we taking knees now. It's appropriate now to have a moment of silence. Mm. To, you know, honor all those, all mm. those lost lives overseas that have mm. lost. Meanwhile, the game was in Buffalo. Girl... Meanwhile, I mean, have you Buffalo probably needed that knee? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they probably needed it when all the people were slaughtered at Tops Supermarket. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but yeah. it's it's. Me. I just I just think that we just kind of need. I think that we have lost it as mm -hmm. a unit on what's socially conscious, and I think we just need to be socially <clears throat> responsible now. Mm. Y'all don't even have, you know, y'all PR reps are not even writing differently. And I think, honestly, though, that's why a lot of celebrities are making statements and really not, they don't, even though they don't know what's going on. It's horrible. Yeah. It's like, you, I, I, I'm okay with someone being silent until they educate themselves. Exactly. Like, it's really okay to shut up. Like, being quiet is always an option. Honestly, I used to be one that would speak out before I knew, like, and that's just, you know, just growing up, I used to just be mm -hmm. like that. And then, I don't know, something just clicked in me. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just, let me just chill for a minute. Because mm -hmm. I don't even know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. just, I don't know. Maybe it's just maturing. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. But, For yeah. sure. But, yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know. Certain celebrities, I, I think, if you, if you were expecting them to be, uh, political heroes or whatever mm, maybe that, maybe that's, not that's a maybe bigger not, problem maybe not expect that yeah from them people at all why don't you look at the actual politicians and they're not ones to look at either Ooh, but you child. know uh if we're gonna talk about it so i mean are we we might as well get into yeah get, get into, into somebody it. who's not winning right now damn <laughs> <laughs> i mean you're not gonna be shocked when we tell when we say Absolutely not. Um, but this is one pol uh, politician that's not going to be giving you updates on world affairs anytime soon. And that's Tim Scott, unfortunately, mm -hmm. or fortunately, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's just not looking good for him in the polls at all to the fact, to the point that like his super PAC, like they're actually canceling TV reservations because his campaign is just literally going to shit. Right. This is from Politico. The super PAC supporting Tim Scott's presidential bid is canceling most of its remaining TV spending, reversing course after reserving $40 million Damn. in ads for him ahead of the Iowa caucuses. So for those that do not know, the, for some reason, and we still haven't figured this out as to why Iowa 
It's that girl. Is the epitome of politics. We don't. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> don't. I don't understand. We don't know. What the hell is out there? Cornfields? Iowa, New Hampshire. What's the other one? Nevada is a big one. Very odd yeah. states. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> uh, it just said the retreat from TV is the latest sign of how dire, uh, how dire the primary has become for a candidate who once anticipated outside help from big donors. Remember that that, that we reported? Yes. It was talking about how um, they, what was I about to say? Do you want me to turn this light out? No, that's fine. Okay. Um, how they were really like trying to figure out like what he was, what was going on in his love life or they were not going to oh, support yeah, him anymore. That's right. And then mm-hmm. he was like, well, I'm dating a lovely Christian girl. Is she in the room with us now? We play pickleball and read the Bible. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, okay, girl. That's what he said. So, in a memo to donors, Trust in the Mission Pack, also known as Tim Pack, announced it will cancel all of our full media inventory. Damn. All of it? All of it. And that's, that's speaking... That's major. High volumes, being that we're about to go into November. Um, listen, we already getting political spots to place on TV right yeah. now. And I'm telling y'all. This is um, what the co-owner of... Um, I'm sorry, not the co-owner. The co-chair of the Super Pack wrote. His name is Rob Collins. He said, we are doing what we would... We are doing what would be obvious in the business world, but will mystify politicos. We weren't, we aren't going to waste our money when the elect, the electorate isn't focused already for a Trump alternative. Damn. He not, he, okay. He, he wasn't going to win anyway. It doesn't matter. But I think, and this is not me agreeing with Rob Collins, but Uh at the end of the day, he has a point. Like, we're not about to waste time with this because we already know that this is, he, he's not it. Unfortunately, the one that is, and we're hoping that that's not the case, Damn. the one that is probably going to be neck and neck is going to be the devil from Florida. Literally, y'all need to seriously wake up. We knew Tim Scott wasn't going to be it. We knew that. We knew that. However, the fact that this is happening this soon, they are knocking out candidates left and right. Like, okay, yeah. I think this election is going to be one of the worst elections in history. I truly and honestly, and like in US, in U.S. history, I think this will be one of the worst elections in U.S. history. Uh, yeah, something has to be done about Trump because I just, it's just, he hasn't officially announced that he's running for president yet, has he? I don't. I don't know if he Well, can. I mean, he's, 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 his name is up on the board. His name is up on the board, along with all the other 20 people that's supposed I mean, to be. I mean, literally. 20 Republicans that are supposed to be running. Well, we can yeah. already cross off one off the list, and that's, yeah. um, what's his name? Tim Scott. Like, yep. it's only a matter of time before another fellow Republican nominee is also, um, and that's Vivek Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. So, Vivek was at some type of town hall in the that's state That's what of- it's called. I was like, what is it, a round table? Yeah. <laughs> I could not think of the name of it. Yes. Some type of town hall discussion in New Hampshire. We're not exactly sure what town in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. But this one lady had time to drag Vivek for filth. And it was very, very interesting. So this is what she had to say. Mr. Ramaswamy, um, thank you. (laughs) You've expressed some illogical and dangerous positions, just about everything under the sun. But I will only bring up a few points today. Okay. Just be respectful of everyone, but we'll, yes, we'll pick your you. favorite ones. Thank you. Just a few years ago, we all saw firsthand the disastrous results when a ruthless capitalist, a scam artist, a showman, and a liar with no public service experience became the president of the United States. And yet we are here again. 
My fellow New Hampshire residents are being manipulated by showmen and Trump wannabes to win our votes. Mr. Ramaswamy, you may be a millionaire, and you may know how to avoid paying taxes by incorporating companies in Bermuda, but let's talk about your lack of job qualifications. You're not qualified to become the principal of my children's school of only 1,000 students. You're not qualified to be the select board of my town with a population of 16,000 people. And you're definitely not qualified to run for the highest office of our nation to govern 330 million Americans. Spewing nonsensical, fast-talking, empty words interspersed with name-dropping Thomas Jefferson and George Washington should not be misconstrued as knowledgeable. We Americans should stop thinking that rich men who fund their campaigns and manipulate us into thinking that they're smart or savvy are qualified for the presidency, to receive the codes to launch nuclear weapons, and to become the commander-in-chief of our military forces. Yes, it's coming. Mr. Ramaswamy, if we American voters... Thank you. It's coming. We'll, we'll let her finish. We'll give her a chance to finish. Thank you. It, Mr. Ramaswamy... with a question mark, though. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you. You will. Yeah, yeah. You, if we American voters keep supporting self-promoting showmen who treat the U.S. presidency or vice presidency as an entry-level position, then we, the American people, are to blame for the destruction of our democratic institutions. Please, your thoughts, Don. Thank you. Points were made. I mean, he's not qualified. I will say this, though. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of getting tired of this narrative of people just like, writing these speeches. Mm -hmm. I really think if you really want to drag people for Phil, like ask the question that you know he can't answer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would have been like, what makes you qualified to run this question with, with in five words, what makes you qualified to run this country? Mm -hmm. Go. Like I would literally give him like a riddle. You can't talk about your parents being immigrants. You can't talk about you being a billionaire. You can't talk about how you went to school. You can't talk about you being a minority and you can't talk about your age. Mm -hmm. Without those five, name five reasons why you're qualified to be the president of the United States of America. Go. Like, get his ass. Yeah. These whole, these, these speeches, I mean, I'm not even going to front. I, I probably would have been, is, where is the question? Because <laughs> we got all that. We know that he ain't, we know that he ain't shit. We know that he's not going to get elected. But, like, if you really want to shut these candidates down, mm -hmm. ask the question that you know good and damn well that he can't answer. Don't let me get in a, a room with Ron DeSantis, because I'm going to ask some questions I know he can't answer. What's your problem with black people? Oh, shit. Go. Why do you hate minorities? Go. And you won't be able to answer it. Like I said, I, it's, it's not Vivek. Is this something I'm worried about? Because I know they're not going to vote for him. At, like, ain't a... President Ramaswamy, girl, please. They're not going to vote. They're not going to vote for you, bro. I'm so sorry. And he's scary. I don't see him going over overseas to like be in the middle of some stuff. You ain't about to. He's no, scary. I don't either. The last. I don't either. Mm -mm. Can you imagine if he, he got a, a shoe thrown at him? Like George Bush did? Like he probably. Know? Oh, he'd be out. He'd be, oh, my God. He, you know what? He would probably resign. Email me. He would probably resign. That was the funniest shit. Bush was like, nigga, what? Like, did. Dipped and dodged. Like, and really? Dived and ducked. Chum. What's the last thing we got on here? G, her, uh, George Santos, you said? Uh, wait, what'd you call him? I thought to call him G Herbo, but I looked at the wrong thing on the list. I was going to talk about DeSantis. Oh. Since we just get, since we just yeah, checked okay, candidates get, off the list. Yes, yeah, so let's get into DeSantis. So, uh, the devil was oh, on, um, God, 
hate this guy. I do too. He was on uh, CBS's Press the Nation. Mm -hmm. I mean, meet the, not Press the Nation. Meet, meet the, the Press. press. <laughs> Impress the nation. Yeah, and <laughs> fail. Mm. But anyway, <laughs> um, meet the press. And they were talking about, obviously, the hot topic, which is Israel. And the anchor really, like, called him on the shit, was like, <laughs> actually, you said this. It's an important thing that you want to consider. Right. Uh, but there are five to 600 Americans stuck in Gaza specifically. Um, and, and let me ask you a little bit more about that because of the 2 million people who live in Gaza, half of them are under the age of 18. Let's take a listen to something you said yesterday. We cannot accept people from Gaza into this country as refugees. I am not gonna do that. Uh, if you look at how they behave, not all of them are Hamas, but they are all anti-Semitic. I'm sure you know all Arabs are Semites, but how can you paint with such a broad brush to say 2.3 million people are anti-Semitic? Well, first of all, uh, my position is very clear. Uh, those Gaza refugees, Palestinian Arabs, should go to Arab countries. The U.S. should not be absorbing um, any of those. I think the culture, so they elected Hamas. Let's just be clear about that. Not everyone's a member of Hamas. Most probably aren't, but they did elect Hamas. In 2006, and then system, the military occupation happened after that, where well, they went well, in and haven't finish, allowed elections since 2007. So in 2006, there was I know, an election. But there was a lot of, there was a lot of, there was a lot of celebrating of those attacks um, in the Gaza Strip uh, by, by a lot of those folks who were not Hamas. But if you look at their education system, this has been an issue for a long time. They teach kids to hate Jews. Hold on, pause. This is exactly what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. She asked him a question that he could not answer. And he did what he does best. He took it back to Florida politics and started talking about books and education and how they're teaching hate. That wasn't the question. The question was, how do you know that everybody over there is anti-Semitic? How do you know what's in their books? Have you ever sat in a classroom over there and studied what they're teaching children? So what are you talking about? The textbooks do not have Israel even on the map. Uh, they prepare very young kids uh, to commit terrorist attacks. So I think it's a toxic culture, and I think if we were to import large numbers of those to the United States, I think it would increase anti-Semitism in this country, and I think it would increase anti-Americanism yeah. in this country. And that's something, after seeing those demonstrations pop up in our country, just with, with blood still flowing amongst Israeli citizens over the weekend, Mm -hmm. uh, you had people taking to the streets, cheering on the barbarism of Hamas in our own country. That was a chilling uh, thing to see. Uh, and I don't think that that's something that we should ever think is acceptable. No, uh, but no one's talking about getting Gazan refugees here right now. They can't even get out of Gaza at the moment. Well, people uh, have mentioned it. I think some of the far left have said this is something that we should do. The U.S. has done, done similar things in the past, and so I just put my stake in the ground. Okay. Uh, that's where we're going to be, and I think that uh, everyone running for president on the Republican side should follow suit. It's also chilling to see Nazis outside of Disney World, but you ain't saying shit about that. Go off, sis.
Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. This guy is the worst. Ron DeSantis is an asshat. All right. He's an asshat. Oh, see, when you wrote that, I thought you wrote. I was like, I thought she meant asshole. No, I you meant, actually didn't mean. Ass I meant, hat? I meant asshat. Well, yeah. All right then. Yeah, I'm going with it. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. With that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what's her asshat? She meant asshole. All right. Cool. No, I meant asshat. Okay. I'm fucking with it. This is so. This is so fucked up, and it's because he's saying it with so much confidence. That someone's going to believe him. Yo. Because he he said over there, they're per, he said they're over there celebrating right. the the bomb, the 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 attack that they did. No, they're mm, not. No, you know, they're, they're not. They're in mourning because they're consistently getting bombed. They've been bombed six thousand times within six days. Who has time for a celebration? celebration. Who has time for a celebration? Then he said that they 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 over there preparing their kids to become terrorists. Again, no, they're not. The terrorist in this situation is the Israeli government forcefully pushing people out of their homes into a fucking 20 yard, 20, 20 yard long thing, five mile long. Mm -hmm. Like I need y'all to be so for real this upcoming election season because the people who are running will say shit like this, like it is a fact and you will believe it because you don't take the time to get your ass from playing Candy Crush for a second to go on Google and see if the facts are true. Everything that he said there, that is bias, that is prejudice, and that is racism. All wrapped up into one statement to make it seem like it's fact. That was that that nothing that nothing in that speech he just said was fact. It was all based off of prejudices and racist shit that he's seen in the news. Right. That's it. Nothing about what he said is true. Nothing. And that's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Like, <laughs> that's what we're trying to tell y'all. It's like, y'all are going to have to be diligent and working to fix what we've, what has been fucked up. Yeah. All of us collectively, like nose to the grind. Like y'all like to do hustle and grind, hu hustle and vote. Hustle and vote. Hustle what? and vote. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. Like it, I we hate that like when when world issues happen it it it's like it's like a, a pin in the political sector it's just like ah this is exactly what i need mm -hmm. and it, it sucks everything that he honestly everything that he said he just basically he just like reiterated florida politics and just made it international swear to god that's literally all he did he swear took to what god. he did in florida ruined the entire state and just Put and just put a, a international label on it, and this is who is a front runner to either be Trump or not. It's either one. It's you talk about like we la the last the last campaign, the last you know um, election. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. The last election, yes, we did talk about the lesser of two evils between Biden. You know, we're not saying Biden's perfect. We're not saying that. Right. Sure but ain't. this Biden ain't over here just talking crazy over here. He's not doing that. He has his moment. Yeah, he be stumbling and falling and shit. But at least he's talking regularly. This is just straight up like they're over there teaching hate. Everybody's anti-Semitic. Like what? What are you, what are you saying? Oh, what are you saying? What are you saying? But that's Shout out to that anchor. I'm not exactly sure what her name is, but she was like, 
hold on. We're not even talking. No one's talking about refugees. They can't even leave the Gaza Strip. Wait, how are you? Like, what are you talking, are you talking about, about that? But that's what he did in Florida. He literally sent everybody that was Latino and said, yeah, no, y'all got to get out. Racism. Straight up racism for no reason whatsoever. No reason whatsoever. But I digress. You know what I think is going to happen? Because Egypt, I hear Egypt, Iraq, and Iran mm -hmm. are about to come up to them borders. And I think we could be heading to another world war over this. I do. Y'all want to fuck around and play with them Arab countries if you want to. Yeah, I don't no, want, I don't. Mm. Listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something real <laughs> quick. <laughs> Everybody like, oh, I want to go to Dubai. I want to go over here. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm -mm. The only country I would want to visit is India just because I just think they just have such a rich culture. Mm -hmm. I've always been kind of like really enthralled in mm -hmm. what they have going on. But you know what? I can just watch movies. Listen. I'm going to be real honest. Because they bought that action. Yeah, I, I can watch movies. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a big documentary head. I, I can listen to the movie. Yeah. I can listen to it. I can do my, but going over there. Listen, if Egypt, mm -hmm. Iran, and Iraq pop up, it's a, we're going into a world war. I'm yeah. telling y'all. I'm going to be right here on the couch. You know, they, uh, they, uh, they're going to start uh, making women um, for the draft. Have you seen the news? When, uh, apparently now, if you're what 26 and younger, 18 to 26, okay, cool. So women, women must be drafted. Okay, I'm out of it. Oh yeah, no, I'm good luck to y'all. It might might be a good time to get pregnant if they start doing that. Yeah, I'm saying. You know what? <laughs> the last. I mean, I mean, that's literally the only thing that can save y'all. Pregnancy don't sound half bad. Pregnancy will keep you out of a war. That's okay. all I'm saying. Have those babies. You know what I'm saying? Have those babies, and so then they can go to war. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Yeah, um. <laughs> Last on the political sector, we promise um, another corrupt senator, congressman is, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's George Santos. You know, we talked about him earlier in the season, like New York, y'all voted for him. But even though the red flags was waving high in the sky. Okay. High. Anyway, he's being charged with conspiracy, wire fraud, false statements, falsification of records, aggravated identity theft. What is aggravated identity theft? What does that even mean? I don't even know. Let's, That's crazy. Let's and all wasn't done. Credit card fraud. This is the man that sits on Capitol Hill every single day because people voted for him. Um, so I'm just going to read this one paragraph. A 23 count superseding indictment was filed um, in the United States District Court of the Eastern District of New York, charging George Anthony DeVolder Santor, uh, Santos, the United States representative of the Third District of New York, with one count of conspiracy to commit offenses against the United States, two counts of wire fraud, two counts of making materially false statements mm -hmm. to the uh, FEC, two counts of falsifying records submitted to obstruct the FEC, two counts of aggregated identity theft, and one count to of access device fraud. In addition to the seven counts of wire fraud, three counts of money laundering, one count of theft of public records, I'm sorry, of public funds, mm -hmm. and two counts of making materially, materially false statements to the United States House of Representatives that were charged in the original indictment. Oh, this nigga a criminal for real. He's due back in court on October 27th, oh so God. we'll see what happens. Since then, he's been on Capitol Hill spouting a bunch of rhetoric about is uh, about the battle in Israel and Palestine. Mm -hmm. Just to, like, dude, we know you're about to go to jail. <laughs> like, get, this is this is. Did Did you see the video of him shouting? 
No. Oh my God. He was on Capitol Hill screaming like, this is horrible. And then, I mean, going in and, and all the reporters, mm -hmm. it's so funny. The reporters were like, wait, who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? You're just making a whole bunch of noise. You're oh. just yelling. Oh my God. We know you're going to jail. Like, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Wrap it up. All this yelling is not going to stop you from going to prison. You can yell in jail for help. He trying to make, you trying to get that, the heat off of him. Like, no, you're, whether whatever go, happens over there, your ass is still going to jail. Because it has nothing to do with you. You're going to jail. These district court judges are not judging what's going on in Israel. Okay. They're going to they're gonna rule in your case. You're going to jail. It's horrible what's happening. Put okay. out a statement and get ready for court. Okay, I looked up aggravated identity theft. I'm scared. Simply stated, aggregated identity theft occurs when someone knowingly transfers, possesses, or uses without permission identification of another person and then uses that identification during and or in relation to the act of a particular felony violation. So you're not only using someone's Id identity, you're using someone's identity to create, to, to create, to do like, yeah. Uh, um, for harm, for harm. See, this is my, Oh my God. Why, yeah. Why don't I just become a lawyer? How is he a, if, how is he able to do that if you supposed to, okay. How are you able to just still, well, if you're charged with something, I don't understand That's how crazy. you're being hand, like handcuffed and walked off of Capitol Hill, like, get your shit, mm -hmm. we're going to jail. You know what I mean? Like That's crazy. This is, all right. I don't get it. I don't understand how Trump is still able to, like, to, you know, to have rallies. Mm -hmm. I'm not understanding how George Santos is able to still just shout in, in, in chambers. I don't know how them two Democrats was able to change parties. Yeah, what is going on here? That shit burns me up yeah, yeah. so much. Yeah. Sis, it makes me I understand. hot. Now I get it. I do. Because it, it just makes no sense. Like, how how is that possible? Is there diplomatic immunity? Is that I was watching the SVU episode and it was a diplomat mm -hmm. that literally thought like like they could not arrest him over diplomatic and you they had to go to like some type of council and like beg and plead look like this man is raping people like he has to go and of course it's svu however your elected official is being charged with aggravated he's stealing people's identities they could be stealing yours you know they you know what they need to lock up more more diplomats oh absolutely because i think you know what that that you said that even though it was just an episode or a TV no, show. No, it's real. Yeah, like it's real. Y'all out here Morty, just Morty mugs need to get locked up. Y'all just out here committing all types of crimes because you think you can't be touched. That's bizarre. And but rightfully so because we're still. Why isn't he arrested? Why isn't Trump in jail? How does he have a mugshot and still? Because he don't got no money. That's bizarre. Meanwhile, the rest of his, you ain't seen the rest of his people. It's him. The rest of his people, Mark Meadows, all them people that's been indicted, they MIA. Because they're in jail. Damn. You know what I mean? It just, I'm, I'm sorry. It just doesn't make any sense Shit to me. Shit is weird. And maybe I should have interned on Capitol Hill. Maybe. Maybe it's a reason I didn't know. Yeah. Because I would have found some shit out and I would have been like, oh, I'm about to sing like a canary. Is anyway. That, is that all we got for politics? That's enough. Yeah. You feel me? That yes, is enough. Is. You are correct. That is enough. Well, no, the nine-year-old boy, transgender boy swim, North Carolina? Oh, yes. Yeah, so I guess this is just news. Yeah. Technically. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, here in North Carolina, there's a nine-year-old that's taking a stand um, 
you know, in the fight for gen- transgender health care. Mm-hmm. So he's a nine-year-old. Um, his name is Victor Vo. He's a nine-year-old from Durham who identifies as a boy, mm-hmm. will be blocked from receiving medical care wow. to help transition genders, right? Mm-hmm. And it's all because of a new state law that bans many types of medical care for transgender youth as unconstitutional, right? So in his lawsuit, he's joining the youth, joining the youth and his parents in the lawsuit are the local doctor and several LGBTQ uh, rights groups. The lead plaintiff is a nine-year-old, um, will be blocked from receiving medical care to help transition genders for nearly a decade or more. So how is this unconstitutional? That's what they're like. That's what the lawsuit is saying that the new law yeah. is unconstitutional. Oh, okay. I'm about to say like him having health care is unconstitutional. Yeah, like, no, basically like, well, yeah, that's what the law, the law is saying like, yeah, no, you can't, you're going to remain, you're going to remain a little girl. The law is saying, mm-hmm. the law is saying that basically you're nine years old, even though you might identify as a boy, you're going to remain a girl until you are 20-something oh. years old. Yeah. So hold on. There's a link that's claiming that actually... Okay, here's actually what the law says. Mm-hmm. Okay. A federal, appeal, a federal appeals court is considering cases at North Carolina and West Virginia that could have significant implications over whether individual states are required to cover health care for trans- transgender people with government-sponsored insurance. Okay. So let's see. North Carolina State Employee Health Plan and okay, it's a lot. It's a lot going on here mm-hmm. during the proceedings. Yeah, basically, like they they so he can't get health. Mm-mm. He can't get gender affirming health care. Attorneys for the state of North Carolina said that the state sponsored plan is not required to cover gender affirming hormone therapy or surgery because being transgender is not an illness. Attorney John Kepner claimed only a subset of transgender people suffer from gender dis, uh, disor, dysphoria. Dysmorphia. Dys, dysphoria. Is that it? Oh, yeah. Dysphoria. 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 Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A diagnosis of distress over gender identity that doesn't match a person's assigned sex. Mm-hmm. And then they said um, North Carolina's insurance plan does not discriminate because it does not allow people to use state health insurance to detransgender either. To, de- to detransition either. Child. So if I had, so if I had Obamacare, I couldn't get it. Basically. Basically, yeah. But is it just because he has Obamacare? Or is it because he's nine? So they don't see, and I think that's where the battle in court will come. It's like, because what are you, what are you saying? Damn, nine is a is hella young though. So according to the lawsuit, Victor is transgender. He knew from a very young age that his gender identity did not match his sex assigned at birth Mm -hmm. and he generally lives as the boy he is in every aspect of life however with his puberty approaching victor will soon need medical care that is prohibited by the health care ban oh damn he he like i don't want no periods or nothing i mean and i get it because i don't yeah nobody wants that shit Mm -mm. so (sighs) nine is young though yo you know, I understand, but nine is really is. young to have, yeah, to make that decision because you don't, what if you become 18 and, and, then, that, you, and then you're like, well, maybe I, you know, oh my that's what, God. That's what the attorney, that's what the North Carolina attorney is saying. Basically like, I mean, either, because basically he's saying we're not discriminating because like. We're not going to help you get back either when you decide, to your point, when you Damn. decide at 18, that, you know, maybe I'm just gay. 
I just, you know what I'm saying? I yeah, just, I just like girls. That, yeah. I didn't say I wanted to be one. You know what I'm saying? I didn't say I wanted to be a boy. I just like girls. Nine That's what is, this. I don't, where, and where are the parents at? Apparently, I guess his parents are involved. I mean, cause I don't think a nine year old can. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't say exactly like that his parents are I don't, on board, but. Okay. I don't. This is, that's hard. Nine, you know what? I want to know with those who are trans who watch the show, like, would you as a trans person, like, if you were nine years old, like, would you have, that's. His parents are listed. This, this is literally, I'm looking at the lawsuit. His parents are listed. So. Like nine, you haven't really had that much life experience. I'm not, okay. I'm trying to make sure. I'm, no, I get exactly what you mean. Nine is so young to be like, mm -hmm. get these ovaries out of me. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. No, I'm That's with you. That's so young, though. It Damn. Is, it is very young. I just can't get over how young he is. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, unfortunately, kids have it rough when it comes to mm -hmm. their feelings being overlooked. You know, True. I remember, you know, we talk about it often. I remember my first crush, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I remember that feeling I had when I first saw, you know, ABC, XYZ. I'm not going to say no names just in case he watches the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. you, you remember those different things. But of course, when you're a child, it's like, oh, you don't know. You know, you don't know. You're just a kid. Mm -hmm. da, 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 da. This young man True. is saying, I don't feel like a girl. I don't yeah. get those feelings. I could care less about my hair. You know, especially if you're a girly girl, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think it's very brave of him and his parents to be like, oh, for sure it is. Y'all need to change this. However, I feel I'm, I'm agreeing with you since at nine years old, I don't know if I would, as a parent, if right. I it's like, you know what? I support you. If you feel like you are a little boy, then I will let you live as a little boy. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm going to kind of go along with you physically transitioning this early in life. Exactly. I'd be like, let's wait till you 18. Yeah. Or at least, can we at least wait till you're 16? At least? least? Please, at minimum. Because I just... Because you know, you know by like the age, I'll say about 13, it's like, you know what? I really like, I, I think I'm straight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you kind of know for the most part. I mean... I guess I'm, you know what I'm saying? Know, I just, nine, the, the age just was really blowing me I'm right with now. you. I mean, shout out to the parents for being really supportive. And clearly, I mean, clearly the parents are involved because they're. Yeah. And there's other doctors and, you know, advocacy groups of LGBTQ rights that wow. are behind this, behind this young man. So, I mean, hey. So young. It's I just, I know young. I keep saying that, but I'm just like, that is so young. It is. But it's just like, you know, think about like, you know, if you met somebody, you know, when mm -hmm. you were younger in elementary school, it's like, you know, he's gay. You know, oh, she's for gay. sure. You know what I mean? Like, for sure. we just waiting on you to say something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I guess the lesson is just like, listen to your kids. Like, I don't think that you just need to like overlook their feelings. No, absolutely because not. Because they're so young. Like, yeah. you know, just like their feelings are valid. But, I, but I, I think, I think as a parent, I would have been like, compromise with me. Like nine yeah. is so young. Like, yeah. You never know. I mean, I know that you know that you want to be a boy. Let's just, just ride it out for a couple more years. About you know, I'm tight with you. Like we think it's thieves, baby. Yeah. Just like, if you still feel this way at 13, all right, cool. All right, bet. Then we can roll up to the doctor's yeah, office. Let's, and, we can handle know, it. We can get him out.
but nine and then nine is so young oh my you God. meet some fine ass boy and you like you know oh what like, listen look at you actually yeah. like i told you i want his lunch like you know what i'm saying all like, right that's enough sorry next topic okay that's enough i think we. that's enough <laughs> that's enough um sis has a t on this one about the scholastic book uh oh because <laughs> i'm tripping off this too y'all Okay, because you know I'm bookish. Yes. So come on, bookish. <laughs> no. Okay, but seriously, I'm trying. I'm trying to find. Like no, no. I need y'all to understand. What's I need y'all to understand. Like this is absolutely bizarre. So the Scholastic Book Fair. Um, everybody knows the Scholastic Book Fair. And if you don't, ew. like you know, it was it was. Yeah, your mom gave you ten dollars. You get at least three books. Oh, she was giving me, I think, 20. Oh. Oh, yeah, we was balling out at the book wow. fair. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Niggas was buying books. For real, though. Like, that For was real. like a thing. Like, you look Yo. at all the other kids. Hey, Brokey, you, right. you ain't going to the classical fair? <laughs> Not hey, Brokey. I was. Well, it really was, because if you wouldn't go, you, you you did feel broke, because like half the class was gone. Yeah, like you in there writing notes. And like, they come back, look at all these books I got. I'm like, oh. You don't even know how to read. And they got stickers and shit. Yeah. Pencils. Lollipops oh, it, was, it was rough. Anyway, um... <laughs> I'm going to read. <laughs> You'd be like, damn. Kids are assholes. Kids are like... assholes, man. They really are. I'm going to read this press release from the Scholastic Book Fair so we can all understand what's going on. There have been a number of misconceptions that we want to clarify about how we have created a path to host Scholastic Book Fairs, even as schools and educators in the U.S. navigate restrictions imposed on them by state legislation and local policy. The biggest misconception is that Scholastic Book Fairs is putting all diverse titles into one optional case. This is not true in any school, in any location we serve. There is now enacted or pending legislation in more than 30 U.S. states prohibiting certain kinds of books from being in schools, mostly LGBTQIA titles and books that engage with the presence of racism in our country. Because scholastic book fairs are invited into schools where books can be purchased by kids on their own, these laws create an almost impossible dilemma. Back away from these titles or risk making teachers, librarians, and volunteers vulnerable to being fired, mm. sued, or uh, prosecuted. Right. To continue offering these books, as well as even more high-interest titles, we created an additional collection called Share Every Story, Celebrate Every Voice, for our U.S. elementary school fairs. We cannot make a decision for our school partners around what risks they are willing to take based on the state and local laws that apply to their district. So these topics and this collection have been part of many planning calls that have that happen in advance of, a sh of shipping a fair. We don't pretend this solution is perfect, but the other option would be to not offer these books at all, right. which is not something we consider. There is a wide range of diverse titles throughout every book fair for every age level, and we continue to offer diverse books throughout our middle school fairs, which remain unchanged. All children need to see themselves in stories, and it is extremely unsettling to consider a world in which they don't. Scholastic's commitment remains unshakable to publish and distribute stories and distribute stories representative of all voices. Um, I think that was very. It's a nice PR message. Do yeah. I agree with it? Yeah. No. No. I don't. Me neither. I feel like 
because the Scholastic Book Fair is such a big thing now, mm -hmm. I feel like it doesn't even need to be in a school for it to happen. Hmm. I feel it can literally tour the country without being at a school. Hmm. This net that and this gives you the option to have these books. Think about it. Hmm. We're thirty-seven and thirty-five. Yeah, talking about how much we love the Scholastic oh Book Fair. Loved it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like the Scholastic Book Fair has enough uh, clout and uh, hype behind its name to go on a proper school tour without having to be attached to a school. I feel you. And I feel like instead of having this, because if, if you, if you really care and feel like everyone should be represented, then, the, then putting up an option and I get it, I yeah. get it, you know, laws and shit. Yeah. I get it. But also to me, it, it does seem like a, like a, a soft way out of it mm. or, or a, a way of like, well, you you know, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. It's scary. It's given scary. It's given scary in a sense of like, if you are for pro, this is a pro reading organization, right? You represent for you want all uh, people to be represented. Then stand behind that and find ways around, yeah, making those books that are really important available to those who need them. I feel that, and that's that's where I'm at with that. But it was crazy that there's even an option that you, they have to like one make it a category, yeah, and then you can opt in or opt out of it. And that that's that was it for me. Yeah. Like, what do you mean opt in or out? You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I just I thought that was very weird. But I agree with you wholeheartedly. But I mean, at, I guess it's like goes back to what I was saying in the beginning about corporations being socially responsible. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's like. We're we're waiting on certain corporations and entities to be like we said what we said, and we're gonna do what we do. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, our pockets aren't hurting. Clearly, we have a fan base. They stand behind us. Mm -hmm. So why am I gonna change because of some bigoted ass governor? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna be going in two years anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It just I don't know. To me, you know, obviously I feel very passionate about this. Yeah. And I feel I just I don't know I just. No, I get you. Scholastic Book Fair. Hook up the uh, call up the collective curates. Let's come up with an idea. Yeah, because I I think there's definitely a way. I definitely do think that there's a way around that. Absolutely, like, it is. Yeah. Um, if being in the school is an issue, don't worry. We can take it to the convention center. And now mm. we having the whole city come out, and not just at the school. I mean, you literally just came. All right, well, with. there we go. Idea made. Y'all better not steal my sister. Y'all better idea not steal my without idea. paying her. Okay. Okay, like. So serious. No, seriously. I got an idea. I just came up in my head. I'm going to call it. I'm going to hit the girls up tonight when I leave here. Like, because. Yeah. Yep. Because the laws are saying mm -hmm. in schools. In schools. K through 12. You ain't say nothing about the Charlotte Convention Center. Sure didn't. You ain't say nothing about Spectrum Arena. Mm -hmm. You ain't say nothing about the Panther Stadium. Mm -hmm. You said Myers Park High School. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. the, I don't. I can't keep up with all these damn schools, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So hmm. I got an idea. Say less. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Moving forward. I think that was it. Honestly, everything else is pretty much like entertainment. All right. Um. Well, let's make our way downtown. <sighs> what? I just. I'm. I just don't feel like talking about this. But what? This Jada Pinkett Smith. Um. Her book came out, yeah. Yeah, so mm -hmm. her book came out, mm -hmm. uh, Worthy. Yep. That's what it's called. 
And when I say uh, she has had our group chats booming when we don't want them to. So just in case you've been living under a rock, mm-hmm. I mean, and like when I say you'd have to be living like in hibernation down there, like, you know what I mean? Down there. Jada Pinkett Smith has been literally taking over media for like the past four days. Okay. Um, first she said that first she, 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 uh, broke down that her and Will Smith have been separated for six years. Mm-hmm. Then she went on to say that Tupac too had alopecia. That was a thing. Like, like she's dropping all these bombshells and it's like, oh yeah, he too suffered from alopecia. So we shared that commonality. Okay. What else did she say? Then what else was it? Oh, Chris Rock did try to get at her. Um, She was shocked that Will Smith called her his wife when, after he's, you know, when he slapped Chris Rock on the Oscar stage. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. She was depressed. She introduced her kids to psychedelics. All these things, and we should have called CPS a long time ago, but whatever. She can't divorce Chris. Uh, she can't divorce Will Smith. You know, she just can't bring herself to divorce him. All that to circle back to say, well, we're working on our relationship. <laughs> It was literally like a baseball game. Like, okay, we're at first base, second base, third base. Wait, nope. We got a foul ball here. Stay here. I just... Now we're at third base, and now we are right back home where it all started. I feel like I just know way more about their relationship than I should. It's it's exhausting. I don't want to know anything else about them. (sighs) My thing when it comes to book tours... Mm-hmm. And this is how I know what certain books are juicy and what's not. Because, like, I, I feel like when you release too much information in your book, why am I going to buy the book? Why am I going to read this now? Because mm-hmm. you done told me everything that I really wanted to know. I could care. Like, we can look on Wikipedia and find out how Jada Pinkett Smith grew up. We knew she grew up in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. We knew she came from drug, drug-infested communities. We knew all that. We, we know all that, okay? Mm-hmm. Um... We know about your obsession with Tupac. Like, we, we know. We're, we're, like, I really, like, can we call somebody about this? So it's just, like, why do we care? Why are we buying this book now? Meanwhile, other celebrities have come out with books, like, what's her name? Kerry Washington came out with books. She dropped one secret. You wrote one secret about her parents. I got something to say. Oh, okay. What you guys say? I haven't read the book, but I am in a uh, I am in a um a Facebook group with like a hundred thousand black women. That's beautiful. Called Black Girls Reader too. Love it. And a lot of them are like, the book her book isn't that good. We're talking about Jada. No, Carrie. I mean, yeah. But here's my thing, Carrie Wash. We don't know anything about Carrie Washington now. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm was shocked when she. I'm like, what's this book gonna be about? So this book is basically about. Has to be about like her relationship with her mom and her. Yeah, she had an abortion and her parents aren't hers. And we still don't know your kids' names. We never seen them kids. Never seen them kids. So that's why I'm like, what? What, what is this? I think it's like this thing that like all the celebrities have to write books now. They don't have to. 
to, though. But I'm saying they're being offered and it's like, you know. But it's like, it would be like, if Beyonce wrote a book, like, what's she going to put in that book? Beyonce yeah. not telling us shit. That's, I, Beyonce do not talk to us. She really don't. She just takes our money and minds her business. Anyway. And I kind of love that. But the book that I'm waiting for is um, Mitt Romney's book. Oh, my God. Y'all, Mitt Romney did an a, a interview with The Atlantic, but it cost like a couple of dollars, so we didn't buy it. Yeah. But he is disgusted yeah. with the Republican Party. Girl. Yeah. He basically was like, they all bitches and he's scary as hell. He is about to drop some serious stuff on um, his upcoming his upcoming uh, biography. You know, he even dropped some Oprah Winfrey stuff that didn't make any sense, but it's okay. Um, basically, he said that like Oprah called him to ask him to run with her for president. And Oprah said, what? That never happened. Like, why would I ask a Republican to run with me? First of all, Oprah is a Democrat, but then she also identifies as an independent voter. But we, it's been very apparent whose side she's on. So right. it's like, why would she call Mitt Romney? So I don't know where he got That's that That's random. From. Yeah, it was very random. We Nobody knows what he's talking about. But, um, but Jada... Girl. You know, I wish you the best, but it's just like, girl, we do not care. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Like seriously, I, I don't want to hear no more about that relationship. Uh, I'm, just, I'm still a fan of Will Smith. They tried, they were trying to play my man on Twitter the other day, and I'm like, what y'all not gonna do? Whether the songs is corny or not, they was bops. Yeah, though. First of all, don't act like you wasn't dancing to getting jiggy with it. Okay, getting jiggy with it. Switch all that is okay. on my phone as we speak. Okay, the Willennium album alone. Don't 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 play with it. We're going straight. Okay, and don't act like you wasn't singing it, bitch. The wow wow. Don't act like you wasn't saying here come the men in black. Y'all not gonna do. I, this is a. You're will. not gonna play the first. Uh, the first rapper to get a rap Grammy. Don't ever do that. Don't ever in your life. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Okay. My DJ Khaled voice, okay. but show some respect to Will Smith. He will slap you. I mean, right? That's what I'm saying. Like y'all steady talking shit. Like he won't just walk up to you and be like, slap, slap a bitch, 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 slap back. Okay? Like he, he will slap fire out of you. He slapped that dude. Did he back slap him? Back it? Cause that's even worse. If he did, I can't remember. I can't remember either. Cause I, but either way, it was. Oh God, what a time! But anyway. <laughs> So yeah, go get Jada's book, yeah. I guess, or just go on Twitter. I don't know. Yo, uh, you're wild. <laughs> you're wild. Speaking of slapping, you got the tea on people slapping kids? This video is crazy. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the UK, man. You man them a wild, bruv. Wait, what? You man them a wild, bruv. Wait, wait. Say that slow. What are you saying? You man them. You man them? You man them wild, bruv. You man them a wild, bruv. What does that mean? I don't know. I've heard them say it. Wait, you mend them wild, bruv. You mend them a wild, bruv. So basically, like, you wild. Yeah, y'all niggas you are wild. Like, basically, like, you niggas wilding. You ODing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is, I could never, because that would be my favorite. What? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> you mend them a wild, bruv. Can you imagine going on the shits and giggle? What'd you say? No, that light skin man be really doing it for me. Oh, see, for me it's Farad, cause girl, really, girl, that light skin will holler at me, girl, holler at me. So James does it for you. Oh my God. Ooh, it's Farad for me. <laughs> like they're two handsome men, though they are. He called him daddy. I was like, wait for me. <laughs> Y'all, you're wild. <laughs> I'm engaged. But anyway, <laughs> this is a quick, quick clip. Uh, uh oh. 
I touched Hold something. on. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Y'all saw that white lady slap the fuck out of that black girl, girl? Jail time. So this is, I, I don't know, this is some type of tour or something? Family mm -hmm. hotel? Okay. It says, update. The woman who slapped this child was the tour guide at the Hotel Orc in Iceland. The school, the school is refusing to share the details with the family. The hotel is also not giving any information. We have contacted both the hotel and the school. We will revert. Um... Yeah, this is all I can. Uh, someone else who said, "Please blur her face," and it was not a teacher. Um, but it a had to be. But uh, listen, it was not a teacher from. Okay, so apparently this particular school, Harris Bromley, is that mm -hmm. a school? Yeah, that's a that's an all girls school somewhere in mm. in in Beckham. Okay, so it was not a teacher from Harris Bromley, but a tour guide from another school. Oh, that slapped that girl. Either way, I don't need the hotel. Or uh, the school to put out a statement. I find out that my child says some white woman slaps her. I'm going to prison. Do you hear me? Mm -hmm. Like I don't. I don't really need the hotels. You, there's witnesses there. Somebody had to film this. So if all their stories are matching up with my child's story, again, jails. I don't need no statement from the hotel. I don't need none of that. I don't need none of that. You slap my child. The way you slap my child. Like I mean, it's straight to her face. I'm going to prison. I'm going to prison. I kind of feel like I would have been okay if that black girl would have hit that white woman back. Oh, absolutely. Okay. And then we both coming back and yeah. jumping her. Because what you're not going to do is put your hands on my child. Jail time. I'm going to prison. Because me and the camera person would probably jump that bitch. Slap in my face. Hey, the, the respect for the elders is going out the window. I'm beating your ass. I'm beating your ass. I'm beating your ass. Like, there's ass. no conversation. Y'all saw how she slapped her? She slapped the shit out of her. Absolutely not. I'm beating ass. Yeah, it's a, it's a wrap. And I'm waking up the whole hotel. Yeah. Okay. On some bad... Uh, what's, what's that... Uh, I can't no sleep because of you. Okay, everybody getting up. Y'all don't sleep because of me. Everybody like, getting up. Yes. Everybody getting up. I need everybody to see that I'm beating this white woman's ass because she just slapped me in my face. Literally. Oh, no. Oh, no. Speaking of in the face. Uh-oh. Oh, no. So, um, rapper G Herbo was on Funny Marco's show mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and it got very uncomfortable and very disrespectful in the clip and so okay so funny marco y'all know the comedian he has this like quirky sense of interviewing style and it's been pretty funny it's been very funny up until now so now it's been like y'all just letting people come on the show and disrespect him so the clip it, it just looks wild you got the clip mm -hmm. this shit like you know like a show yeah Fuck, man. Hold my, hold my cup, man. No, I'll give you a job. Hold it, hold God it. God damn, that's a, a quadruple shot. Yeah. Man. Hold on, let me take some. Hurry up, nigga. Hold. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he hear hey, hold that to the end to the interview. I got you, my brother. It's good. Oh, he said, I remember you need me. Huh? Yeah. You need me. Yeah. I technically do. Yeah. But I don't. 
Hold this for me, too. I got you, Twan. Fucking goofy. <laughs> you need both of us. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, that was disrespectful. He, he, I'm sorry. I got my suit, nigga. That shit nappy already, bro. Listen, so listen, listen. Just, I need y'all to know, like, look. Come on, no, come no, come no, come I know, I know, I know, I know. Come on. Now we good. I really respect him. This is my brother. It's no disrespect, but it's like he's so fucking. He dropped. Yeah, he drunk. Yeah, he drunk. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, he drunk. I, I never. Oh, no, you good? You good? No, 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 you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this guy. <laughs> bro, bro. Yep. One hundred, huh? One hundred, huh? One hundred, huh? It got weird. Allegedly, they broke. Funny Marco had like this thirty thousand dollar watch. They broke that. Um, During the same show? Yeah, it was a lot that was going on. There was some unedited clips that happened as well. Um, I've heard things about G Herbo. When he gets drunk, he gets a little out of hand. Like belligerent type of yeah, thing? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, the other guy that was with him was Southside. I don't know who that is. Who I had to call my sister on this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Simone. Because she, well, actually, she called me very upset about the interview. She was like, what oh, the fuck? That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And I was like, well, who was the tattoo guy? Yeah. And it was, uh, he's a producer and... Mm. Um, young Miami, a.k.a. Carisha's uh, child's father, right? Oh, okay. So, got that. Here's my thing when it comes to interviews. I think I tweeted the other day, I was like, I said the game, like, when it comes to podcasting and interviews, like, ever since Jesus and Mara broke up, it really ain't been the same. It just hasn't been the same, except for over here. We're good over here. You know what I'm saying? We state the facts. Uh, mm -hmm. We have the interviews that y'all really want to see. But I have a problem with like this new style of like interviewing now. It's like y'all just, where are the questions? What are we talking about? What are we talking And about? I think we get to a point, and I hate that like producers and stuff like that, it has to get to this point where we got to take a step back and be like, okay, maybe we shouldn't have invited him on the show. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think it's time for producers and the talent to be like, yeah, no, I don't want them on my show. Yeah, speak up, say something. Speak up and say something, because that was ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if you know somebody gets kind of belligerent and out of hand when, uh, you know, liquor mm -hmm. and, and, and drugs is in, is in the, you know, is in the, is in the, um, in the picture. Why do we want him on the show taking shots and all that shit like that? It's just... I mean, I mean, that's not to say that Funny Marco didn't want him on the show before, though. I mean, I don't, I don't follow Funny yeah. Marco, so I don't know. He he made a statement saying that he, you know, because people was like, this was completely uncalled for, yeah. disrespectful, and Funny Marco did make a statement saying like, yeah, I was upset too, because it's just like, however, I wasn't gonna stoop to that level, you know what I'm saying? True. I want to keep my show going, I want to keep the narrative alive, so I'm not gonna go ahead and be like, yo, nigga, like, what the fuck, you know what I'm saying, like. Yeah. That's good for him. Yeah. I can't say I, I think I would have thrown that cup. Back. No, it, like interview would have been over. Oh, for sure. We're done. Yeah, we're done. Shut all this shit down. But it was because I was telling I was telling Simone because she like I said Simone literally called me and was like going off. She was like, I don't like it. Da da da. -da. Mm -hmm. And I've been in situations where I've interviewed celebrities and no one's ever thrown anything in my face. Mm -hmm. But I have been in very awkward situations in my celebrity interviews. Like, mm. um, I think I was telling sis I interviewed a celebrity a couple weeks ago worst interview I've ever had in my life. I'm not going to name drop. <laughs> you got to tell them what they, what they want. Well, it's probably going to be never mind. It's going to be a hitter. They don't know. Yeah, like it was very random and very like, what the fuck are you talking about? Very awkward. To this day, I haven't, I have I haven't written, written the interview. Like I'm, I was like, you know what? We're just going to can this. Cause absolutely not. Um, 
I had an awkward interview with Lil Duval a long, long time ago. Really? It was like, no. It is it's a few celebrities. I'm like, wow. Okay. Wow. Um, but shout out to the celebrities that actually have some decorum and that you can tell yeah. are how do I say this? I think like interviews like what we just witnessed with G Herbo was mm-hmm. like. So I, I really appreciate the celebrities that are grateful and humble for the opportunity because like for we sure. didn't have to interview you. We didn't have to interview you. Like we wanted to interview you because of whatever it is that you're doing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. um things like that is just completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't like it. Yeah, that was yeah, um nasty work. Yeah. Yeah. Nasty nah, work. Yeah, no. But it, it is time for the talent mm-hmm. to speak up. Like who do we have? Who do we have on the show? No. Cancel it. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Cancel it. So, oh, that's all I had to say about that. Um, my Forrest Gump vote. Last couple of things. Um, this was interesting. Mm-hmm. So apparently, um, hold on, I have to pull it up, y'all. I'm just. Did I send it to you? Yes. About, about the. Yep. About, about uh, Miss Berry. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Okay. Halle Berry. Sorry. Matthew Vaughn quit directing X-Men The Last Stand after execs wrote a scene to trick Halle Berry into signing on. It said, this is like a quotation from the article. It said, it said, Africa storm, kids dying of no water. She creates a thunderstorm and saves all these children. And this is Matthew Sam. I went, what is this? They said, oh, it's Halle Berry's script. And then I went, okay, because she hasn't signed up yet. The exec said, but this is what she wants it to be. And once she signs up, we'll throw it in the bin. So they used the execs over at, was this, is this Sony? That's not Sony. I forget if it's Sony or not. This is, this is all from the Hollywood Reporter. Okay. So this mm, is an official, legit. this is legit. Yeah. They, uh, they put a fake segment into the script to get Holly Berry to do the movie. And apparently, it's not the first time that this yeah. has happened before. I believe that. I believe it too. Yeah. But also, it's you know what's, what's really insidious about it is that this is about to get very nerdy. Okay. But <laughs> I just had to fear. It's cool. But the, my nerds know that like that's a big part of Storm's character. Is mm. You know, because she used to actually was married to Black Panther in the comics. Yeah, girl. That's why you see I. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So and that was something that Holly really wanted was to show that part of like you know Storm's character, kind of like you know her being in Africa and. So what? I wonder why they did. Did they ever do that? No, they just they just used that scene to hook her into signing the hmm. contract, and but and then ended up throwing it out the bin and throwing it into the trash. Oh, that's some like, bull crap. Yeah. So this is what I was saying about like I would want Halle Berry, who's you know relatively quiet. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't really say too much. Mm-hmm. But I would really like that's a story people I feel like would want to know. Oh, for sure. Like, did you know that? Like, are you just now no. learning it with us? Like, what what are we? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking about here? I would want to know. That's important, and you know, like See, that's some like that's the person that to write a book. So many people that should write a book. That I was, I mean, I wonder how much other shady stuff happens. And I mean, I know there's a lot. Oh yeah, for sure. But that to me, and the fact that you can't even—that's egregious as hell. The fact that you can't back, you can't, and you can't even get out of your contract. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, mm -mm. no. You know what I think artists should start doing? Like, if they send you a copy of the script, 
if you feel like if you feel like the company's gonna try to play you or whatever, yeah, the something in the contract needs to state that this is the script, mm-hmm. like or or this particular scene will not be removed. Absolutely, from the film. You yep. know what I'm saying? Especially if that's something you are signing. That's the reason you're signing the contract for. That's why you gotta have good lawyers. That's crazy though. That's but yeah, that's why you gotta have good she, lawyers. She couldn't get out of the movie because of that. Oh, that's that's mm-hmm. nasty. Yeah. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah. And there are lots of actors who have been stuck. I think, oh, uh, what's his name? Ryan Reynolds wanted to play Deadpool. Mm-hmm. I never finished that movie. I fell asleep. It's okay. But he, nerdy again. Mm-hmm. Deadpool shows up at the end of one of those Wolverine movies, right? And it's a horrible version of Deadpool. Like, he can't talk. It was really bad. But he couldn't get out of the contract to do that because if he got out of the contract to do that, that version of Deadpool, he wouldn't have done Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2. Like, oh. it was a part of the contract. Like, all kinds of stuff. Like, he legit had to play a shitty character version of Deadpool in order to play the version of Deadpool he wanted to and play. I don't, and I don't understand that. Like, why? What is the re- That's my thing. Like, what is the reason behind it? Yeah. That's my. That's one thing I just will never understand. Mm-hmm. Why, why do I need to do this in order to do that? Why can't I just do the movies I don't know. that are... I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not calling Deadpool one and two groundbreaking, yeah. but it was like a quirky mm-hmm. superhero. Yeah, oh, the I mean, first one was great. Yeah, I, I felt one day I'm gonna finish watching them. Yeah, but it's like everybody loves Ryan Reynolds, so you knew mm-hmm. it was gonna like you know you knew it was gonna make you know do well. Right. But it's like, why well, did he have to do I this? Mean, we we did we saw Green Lantern. Green Lantern didn't do well. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't finish that one either. I'm I just not either. a superhero type of girl. Clearly. Besides T'Challa. Um, and Spider-Man. Like, I just, I love the suits. But uh, Deadpool, Green Lantern, those weren't, yeah. besides those two, I'm like. But yeah, there are a lot of actors. Even Captain America, I could care less. I mean, and good for you. I just care Captain about. Captain America is a bitch. Oh. Team. Yeah, I just, I just care about the person in, you know, the Team actor. Iron Man. This is a Team Iron Man account. And I dare somebody to say something, because I've got time to argue about this. What do what do we argue? You don't about? understand. No, I'm just no. You, I I can't. I don't have the time to go into. Detail. I'm just curious as what the argument because they're like two different characters. I do know that they're like two very. You different You have characters. to go and watch Captain America. One Civil. is a nerd. One's an, a hunk type situation. You know, I mean, Iron Man is you know he's a freaking genius who's also hot. Sure, I mean you know. You have to watch Captain America: Civil War to understand what this is about. See, this is why I don't have time no, to not. explain to you. But if you have watched it, I'm Team Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ciao. What up? We got what? One last thing on this I think list? we got one last thing. I think. I don't know what's on it. Um, did you want to talk about? Oh, I can just say it yeah, real quick. Okay, yeah, the ahead. BET Cyphers were, as I predicted, I think I mentioned it last week. Um, we, were, I, we were recording when the show was that's right. on. I was nervous about the BET Cyphers, and rightfully so. Um, but I will say this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ladies, when it comes to women in hip-hop right now, I am confident. They are good. I love it. Lady London, Lola Brooke, um, Scarlett, like her. Mm-hmm. There's another one I learned. I love watching the BT type because I get to know different rappers. I saw Maya the Don was up there. Maya Le- Maya the Don, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, who did I say? Scarlet. There's another one. Big Gloss, I think that's her name from Memphis, Tennessee. Okay, come on, Big Gloss. Feeling her. Also, the but the 
one those are one aspect I did like about the BET cipher. The second one is the fact that they literally adapted the old school technique. Like they had um, Big Bu um, Bun B mm -hmm. in a cipher. Cassidy. They had all these. Wow. Yeah, yeah, they had some. They had some of the the throwbacks and like the, I'm, I'm gonna put Cassidy in the forgotten. Um, mm -hmm. in the forgotten folder. And that's no shade to him. It's just... Yeah. But he was a time. Oh, yeah. He was a time. Cassidy was a good time. He was a time. The, girl, he was, the girls was loving him. Mm -hmm. He spit good bars. Like, yeah. it, was, it was really dope. So, but the rest of the ciphers... Um, mm. You were unimpressed. Yeah. That made me really sad. Um, one of my new faves, Ruben Vincent, um, was at the BET Awards. He performed. Like, I'm just a fan of that kid. Shout out to him. Um, Sexy Red performed. Mm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I. Um, mm hmm. I wasn't a fan of the performance, but I didn't hate it either. It was like, you know what? This is a good crowd pleaser. Like she gets the people going. And I can rock with that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she she just she doesn't have like a huge stage presence. Like she's just up there doing her. She reminds me of like she is literally what I describe as like the project chick. She's the girl that like oh, sure. this is my hood. Like these are my people. Everybody come on. We about to ride out. Like, and that's the vibe that she gets. I was kind of like, all right. I can rock with it. The baby performed. Mm. Yeah. Mm. No. I mean, it was. Yeah. I, I haven't listened to any. You know. They had like a so-so deaf reunion. Oh, how nice. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. You know. Hey. Oh, they put a lot of the old rappers out because they're like fifty years of hip hop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True. Well, apparently, with so-so deaf, we were supposed to get like a so-so deaf anniversary in Atlanta. And that didn't happen. And I think Jermaine Dupri was talking about it's going to be sometime next year. Oh. So, because I'm like, that would be a festival. They that had, did it a couple years ago, though, too. Did they? Mm-hmm. And um, I remember this because it was right before the boy, the other boy from Criss Cross died. Oh, yeah. wait, both of them are going? Yeah, I think both of them are dead. <gasps> yeah, both of them are dead, as a matter of fact. Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember, yep, because it was like, I think it was. I didn't know that. I was living in Atlanta when it, ha when it happened. And I think, like, no, I wasn't. But. Like maybe a week or so after that, after they had that little performance, the social death, Damn. whatever, the second one died. Yeah, the light oh, skin. Oh yeah. man! Oh, that's my boo. Yeah. Um, child. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that you know, the hip hop awards. Um, cool. <laughs> but like the ladies of hip hop, uh, my salute. I really think that the women are holding it down. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's a good. We're in a good place because the OGs, the OG ladies of hip hop, I don't know where they at right now. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, Lil Kim performed for the at the at the New York Liberty game for the finals. Yeah, the Barclays. Yeah, mm -hmm. sort of. That was cute. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Damn. I'm just saying, like, you Damn. know, we we you know we don't know what's going on with Nicki Minaj. Oh. We just where is Foxy Brown? Like, where is she at? Good question. Eve is in London. Like where? You know what I'm saying? She like, in London. She said, "I don't need to rap no more." Yeah, but can we? Can we get? She said, "I got that." Can white we get man. a Scorpion reunion? She can said, we "I do got something? that rich white man." And I and I get it, but like, I'm not doing a damn thing. Can we at least get a reunion tour? I love or that for her. go ahead, Eve. I know Rough Riders, something. She said, "I'm over that." I mean, I guess I mean we know DMX is gone, but like, yeah. 
Jada, you know, Eve. All them was rough riders. Jada Kiss was a rough rider? Jada Kiss was rough riders, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Jada Kiss, he's one of my faves. But I don't think you could put him in a box. Like, yes, yeah, he was Rough Riders and you got the, it was like, was he Rough Riders, he say, like, bad boy. Like, he was kind of all over the place type situation. He was just where he said, I'm going to get in where I fit I'm in. With, I get where the checks go. And I love that. I love that for him. I love that for him, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was my little gangsta boo growing up. Ooh, I had a thing boo. for Jada Kiss and Sheik Looch. Sheik, I get. You didn't get Jada Kiss? He asked me out one time. Jada asked you out? Yeah, I have it on. Like, I interviewed him at a uh, Power 105 in- anniversary concert. Mm-hmm. And I interviewed him, and he was like, What you doing after this? I was like, Oh. I was very nervous, and I just was like, Lame. I would have been like, Man. I ain't know what. I was working, so I was just like, I gotta you, stay here. You could have been like, <laughs> Wrap the show up. Wrap it up right now. <laughs> Wrap it up right now. You could have heard that. Wrap it up. <laughs> Wrap it up right now. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up right now. Wrap it up right now. <laughs> she mad, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Yo, okay. Y'all, nobody left a review. You sure? I already checked, sis. What if somebody left it while we were talking? No one left a review while we were talking. You don't know that. I assure you that I do. No one left a review. All right. No one left a review. They didn't say anything on YouTube. It's okay. Because y'all suck. (gasps) (laughs) You know, it's whatever. Y'all going to miss this when we going for this little little vacation we about to take. Seriously. Because then it'll be like, when y'all come back? Like, like, no, oh, no, no. when you leaving a review? Damn. How about that? Yo. How about that? What if we kept that energy? Yeah. Damn. Damn. All right. Anyway, we are on a, we are, we're, we're, we're around. Mm-hmm. I get around. Yes. We're on Twitter at HeadRapPod. We're on Instagram at HeadRaps and Lipstick. Check out our Facebook page, HeadRaps and Lipstick's the podcast. Go to our website, www.headwrapsandlipsticks.com, where you can get crewnecks and t-shirts like the ones she's wearing today, so it's like adjacent. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are for sale, but not on sale. Our cash app is dollar sign head wrap pod. If you don't want to buy merch, but why wouldn't you buy merch? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? It's a great, great Christmas gift. Oh. Yeah. How about that? Um, and I Yeah. Yep. And then lastly, we are on a bunch of streaming platforms. Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. The book of faces. Oh, you know what I wanted to shout out? Shout out to hold on, because she tagged us in a post on our Instagram, and she um, hold on, I can't. Uh, what's her name? What's her name? Shout out to Ironheart Blurred. She shared the segment about the airplanes. Oh, in her class. Oh my God! Look, she said. <gasps> We're educators? Yeah. Shout out to Head Wraps and Lipsticks, being a STEM instructor who focuses on robotics, drones, et cetera. I had to let my students tune in and watch the air traffic control segment. You had them cracking up and asking to watch the rest for class. Sorry, kiddos. Can't show too much. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that was Iron Heart Blurred. That's fire. I love that you incorporated us into the class. And tell the class that we said hi. Hi, class. (laughs) Oh my God, that, that is, is so, so cool. cool, right? 
I love that. We out here teaching your kids. Yes. So that was be super. very afraid. Be very, very, be very afraid. <laughs> oh my God, I love that so much. Yes. Yes. Oh. So we have to. I have to reshare it so I that love you guys. That. Yeah. I really do love that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Aww. Red pot is for the kids. I mean, yeah, technically. Oh, <laughs> not technically. Um, and yeah, that's it, sis. Um, you got a little corny joke? Yeah. You ready? Yes. Okay. What car wouldn't Jesus drive? I don't know. A Chrysler. (laughs) Get it? A Chrysler. (laughs) Get it? A Chrysler? Oh, God, that's so funny. Let's wrap this up. I just thought that was so funny. Let's wrap this up. See, now I can do it. But I couldn't do it. You know what? That's crazy. I mean, it's just... Whatever. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.